You're listening to the RV Transport Podcast. I'm Tom, the driver. And I'm Bunny, the sandwich maker. And we invite you to join us on our journey in the industry of RV transporting, tow-away, and drive-away. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also towawaycouple.com where you can see our videos and other resources on RV transport. So enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Towaway Couple RV Transport Podcast. I'm Tom, the driver. I'm Bunny, the timekeeper. She is the timekeeper. We're trying to keep our podcast at about 15 minutes per segment, and we're doing about three segments per podcast for a total of 45 minutes. Well, you got ahead of us because you keep forgetting to introduce Bama, the mascot. Bama, the mascot, sleeping down at our feet. I didn't even realize she was down there. Uh, that's because you don't have the sandwich meat out. So on this segment, we're, we're actually the three segments we're going to talk about is the slowdown continues. Yes. We're going to touch on the Elkhart show. And, and uh, most companies are not hiring, but there are a few that still are. So we're going to touch on all three of those during this podcast. Yes, right we, now, the slowdown is probably one of the worst people have seen since 2008. Yeah, so just prepare. I mean, it's it, we we're gonna be half 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 cup empty, half cup full. We're gonna keep a good positive mind and think that uh, things are gonna pick up. Right. So they're talking this slowdown is going to continue all the way into 2023. Yes. The beginning of 2023. Well, hopefully it's going to be just be the beginning of 2023, but let's see what happens with this economy and with the interest rates going up. That's another thing that's keeping the slowdown going. Yeah. So, so you know what? It is getting rough. Um, you know, I just want to be, be nice to people. I mean, we're all in this together. I mean, I can't say it enough. I just seen it again. There was a, another guy, he went into one of the other social media groups and he said, Hey, I'm trying to get into this when I retire. What do I need? And oh my God, you would have, they chopped his head off. They were burning him at the stake. They burned him at now, the stake. did he say when he was going to retire? Was it going to be next week, next month, next year? Uh, no, no, but um, oh my God, it was everything from, oh, so you people that are retired or have another income, why are you being so greedy? We just, you know, let let us other people that, are do, that do it for a full-time living make money. And then somebody else is like, you're taking food off of my kids' plate. Oh, my God. So the guy actually went in there today and, of course, you know, was like, I have never met such a bigger group of of uh, people out trying to kill me. And uh, he said, you know what? I don't think I want to do this anymore. I don't want to be around people like you. And that's exactly why the mob mentality continues. Yes. If the mo- I mean, if we caved to the mob mentality, which we get daily all the all the time sometimes, we wouldn't be doing this either, but we have thicker skin than that. Right, and you know what, because just because somebody has another income doesn't mean that 
they can pay all of their bills on that income, you know, or they, they can pay all their bills on that, but they need a little extra money to get through too. We all have different reasons on why we do RV transport and no one should be downing each other for the reasons why they do it. Now, a lot of the people that do this full time, it's great that they were that they were able to do it full time and are able to do it full time. However, when we first got into this, we were told by a lot of we call them old timers. Yes. People who've been in this industry 5, 10, 15 plus years. And they always say save for the slowdown, but have backup plans. And if you have another source of income, you are going to be ahead of everybody else out there. Yes, exactly. And that is the problem. A lot of these people don't understand while someone may be retired and have a secondary income doesn't mean they could pay all their bills. No, no, exactly. Um, I mean, with all the taxation today and I mean, come on, they tax social security. It, it's yes, it's horrible. I mean, I went to the grocery store the other day and bought three bags and spent 120 bucks. I'm like, it's insane. We have a friend that uh, he has heart problems. He uh, is on a very limited retirement and he still has to work with heart conditions just to pay all of his bills. Yes. And he, he lives a very simple, simple life. But no, uh, this, this industry is for everybody. If you're retired, hell, if you're doing, if you work Friday through Sunday at a regular job making full-time wages and you want to come up to Elkhart and pick up on Monday and deliver on Thursday somewhere and be back to work on Friday, who are we to downplay you? That's, it's none of our business. No. And while we, we, we get that people will think you're taking food off their plate, taking clothes off their kids back, maybe, just maybe those people might consider looking for another form of income or another line of work if it's not working out for them. Right. And, you know, uh, somebody told us that, you know, a lot of people and, it, and it's the absolute truth. Being contractors, we are control in control of our own destiny. We are in control of our own business. Therefore, people should treat it that way. I mean, if you have to if you're running two or three trucks and you have to downsize, then you have to downsize. There's nothing negative or should anybody say anything to you because you have to downsize. I mean, come on, we run two trucks. Our insurance loan is $750 a month on top of two truck payments. Right. In this industry, in this time of, at this time, is it wise? Probably not. But we were already in that position or we situation. We were already in that situation. We, we didn't just say, oh, there's a nice slowdown happening. Let's just buy a new truck and add commercial insurance to that one and just double everything up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we kind of did sign the lease on our apartment and we still, we haven't felt it yet. But no. 
we're expecting to feel the tightening of the belt straps real fast. Yep, ain't no one having Christmas in our family. No. <laughs> They're not getting gifts from mom and dad or grandma and grandpa this year. Well, some of them are because I already started buying That's presents. That's true. You already did start buying. <laughs> but the ones that I didn't buy for aren't getting Christmas. <laughs> but, it, yeah, the slowdown does it, it is continuing. It's going to continue on till at least mid-January, possibly February of 2023. Well, yeah, because you got to think, they talk mid-January. January, but the plants don't even come back until mid-January. So now we're talking, they're not going to come back till mid-January. By the time they get manufacturing rolling, we probably won't see trailers to pull until February. Well, let's go back one step on that. We're currently in a slowdown, a huge slowdown because of the recession and all kinds of stuff happening, but there was just a plant shut down for the new model year in July. Right. And we have not recovered from that shutdown and they're gonna do a Christmas shutdown. Right, and there's talk of a lot of plants going furloughing their employees from November till January. So, so yeah, we're all gonna feel it. That is for sure. So whatever little bit of money you have, keep it tucked away. Well, we're not the only ones feeling it. We do know that the transport companies are laying people off right now. Yes, they if are. If you go by any transport company and there was 30 cars out there six months ago, 50 cars, 100 cars, and you go by there today and you see 10 cars, would you want to put money on uh, the roulette table saying that about 40 people got let go? Yeah, yeah. And when you go in there, they're like, oh, everybody's at lunch. Yeah, everyone's at lunch. But it's or they're three at a in show the or at a convention. <laughs> but it's three in the afternoon. Yeah, like, what show, what convention? It, it, that's so, <laughs> it's kind of funny that they'll still not admit to it well so you got to think i mean it's the rv manufacturers the transportation companies um all of anybody that makes rv parts everybody's going to be hurting right but like bunny was saying you know if people are online asking and if you're new you know join our group RV transport group for new people. Ask your questions. We, we, we only allow positive, supportive answers. We know that people are going to come and go in this industry and we want to support future people, but also support the people that are currently out of work too. But there's no reason why you can't ask a question, especially if you're gonna be retiring. Who knows if you're retiring? I've seen people say they're retiring in two years. This is how far they're looking into it. Right, they just wanna get everything purchased and set up. And I'm sure within two years, we're gonna be uh, Back, going strong again. Right, but if someone's looking to get into this two years from now, there's no reason to give them a bad taste in their mouth. We always, I always say that a lot of people think these RV transport people, it's all kumbaya, loving each other and 
um, making sure everyone feels warm and fuzzy and safe at night. But the fact is, yes, RV transporters are great people. And if you go on Facebook and say, hey, I'm kind of broke down, I need something. If they're, if they're along that route, they'll be the first to jump up and help you. But on a side note, it is a whole lot of individual businesses and a whole lot of competition. Yes. So, so and like you said, you know, especially for the new people getting into it. Yeah. You've got to understand it is a very tight time. Two years ago, we were all running hard, making a lot of money. Now we're not hardly making anything. So when people see new people wanting to get into it, yeah, they get defensive because they think that we're, uh, you know, there's, other people that are going to take the money. And so it's just a really, really tough time right now. Well, and there are a lot of companies um, are looking into the future. They're obviously cutting the fat or trimming the fat. Uh, we see it on Facebook, um, you know, weeding out the dead weight and everything. Yes. So we see a lot of that. So. Uh, as Bunny said, it, it is very, very slow. The slowdown continues. It's going to continue. I mean, I don't even know how much we'll be able to talk about on our podcast. Right. Except for Jamaica. <laughs> but anyway, what do we have? We are at 13 minutes. All right. So we'll, we'll end this podcast here because we just wanted to let you know that, yes, it's going to be slow. Uh treat your transporting as a business if you are not succeeding in it don't go under find other means to make money and come back to this at a later date when the rv transport industry picks up if you're looking to get into this you may want to hold off until things get a lot better you can do whatever you want to do. It's just right now is probably not the time to get into RV transport. Right, right. Set it out. Let let the economy settle down and let's get through the first of the year to where manufacturers start buying, or I'm sorry, dealers start buying RVs again and uh, we start rolling again. Yep. So stay tuned for our next segment. All right. So welcome back to the Towaway Couple RV Transport Podcast with Tom, the driver. And I am Bunny, and I am the, um, gosh, I even forgot what I am this time. The keeper of the notepad right now. <laughs> I am the keeper of the notepad. Because we're trying to do segments, and we're kind of figuring out what would go good for our 45-minute podcast, so we're moving our notes around. Yes. So this segment is about the RV transport companies and are they hiring or are they holding off hiring during the slowdown? Well, it depends on what company you're looking at. Right. There are some that are hiring. There are some that are hiring for specialty needs. And some are just hiring. Yes. The ones but, that are just hiring are the ones that I would be afraid of. I would be deathly afraid of any transport company right now that's hiring towway um, tow drivers with trucks for local United States runs. Yes. I mean, non-CDL. If you're non-CDL with just a truck and you want to do tow away, I, uh, 
I wouldn't. Right. <laughs> so what we're seeing, here's the kind of the trend we're seeing out there. Um, take Star, Starfleet, for instance. They are not looking at hiring any towaway drivers currently for how long did they say? Till... Uh, they said, I think, probably until the beginning of the year, at until, least. I mean, that may change, but right now, they're being honest, saying we're not leasing anyone on until the end of the year. However, they do need drive-away drivers with a tow car. CDL. CDL. CDL drivers with a tow car. That is the minimum requirement because they have a lot of stuff going to Canada. They have a lot of stuff going to Canada and they've got a lot of big class A motorhomes that somebody like me that does not have a CDL cannot drive. Correct. Uh, we're hearing rumors that the mandates in Canada are going to drop. So you may or may not need vaccinations, but you will need passports. Right. But then again, still, there are still a lot of people that don't like to go to Canada because the fuel costs are high. Um, and a lot of people who don't like to have to pass through the border. But you know what? To each their own. Uh, however it works for you is however it's going to work for you. But, yeah, we were uh, kind of told a little rumor that Maple Tree is kind of holding off hiring towaway drivers for about seven weeks, they said. Seven to ten weeks. No, this isn't confirmed. It's just one of their drivers we were talking to and they were saying that that's what they're being told because they want to keep the loads that they have for their current drivers and not create competition with new drivers right so let's kind of give a scenario to you uh right now with us a lot of us sitting for two to three weeks be between dispatches people are going home they're not sitting here and they're they're not sitting in Elkhart and waiting, typically. Not everyone. <laughs> so they're going home, and the only way they're going to come back up to Elkhart is if they have a West Coast run or a run that's going to go very far just to make it worth their while. So therefore, there's still a lot of loads sitting in Elkhart that are only going like 100, 200, 300 miles that nobody's going to touch. Now, someone like me and Bunny, who have our apartment in Elkhart, we could do those runs. And my question always is, is, you know, you're, right now we, we're on a list. And if we do a 200 mile run, does that put us at the bottom of the list? And now we took a 200 mile run and it negates us for a 2200 mile run later. Exactly. I don't know. So do you want to roll the dice? I think I'm going to have to ask that question. I think we need to ask that question. Because <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, if, if it takes two or 300 miles and no one else wants it and, and they need a favor, I'll do it. Right. Now, one of the things that we're seeing is uh, we're in Indiana Transport. Yes. And I jokingly said, hey, you know, people watch our videos and now we have podcasts. We'll refer all the new people to you. And they begged us not to. <laughs> They're like, please don't. They're please like, don't, don't we, do that. We are not hiring anybody right now. Please don't have people call here. So uh, Indiana Transport, they have a ton of drivers and very few loads. So 
You know what? Let me let me throw a date in there in case you're listening to this in two years. We are currently in just coming up to October 1st of 2022. Right. So that way, if somebody's listening to it in six months. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we went in there for, uh, Bunny had to go to Payroll. payroll to get her new com data card because her other one got hacked yep and while we we're in jamaica yeah <laughs> apparently while i was in jamaica i was buying shoes in england yes pretty good right how great is that right so we were in there we were talking and it is just a ghost town in there but it's a ghost town everywhere yes all, but, all transport companies are ghost towns right now. But at least they're straight up saying they are not hiring anyone. There are a few companies, we won't mention their names. Well, there, there's one, uh, what is it that does all Canada runs? Is that Trans, uh, our, um, Transport US? Or they, they post in our group. Team RV? Team RV. Team RV, only do, I believe they only do Canada runs. So they're still hiring because it's hard to get loads to Canada, especially when you have to have vaccines and passports. Yeah, especially coming up on winter. And coming up on winter, that's going to be a very sucky drive for a lot of people. Yeah. But so they're hiring. I get that. If you don't mind driving in the snow and don't mind taking your time and don't mind a little extra precaution, check them out and if you have vaccines but just talking about dropping the vaccine mandate october 1st right yep, yep. So, so that may go away so guess what me and bama might have to be putting on our big girl panties <laughs> but don't forget just because canada drops the vaccine mandate rv transport companies typically will go more stringent than the government requirements. Yes, yes. Um, but um, Take for our lodging, for instance. Exactly. They're going to go above and beyond to uh, protect their, protect their themselves. Yes. Yeah, as they should. Absolutely. It's, it's their business, just like the drivers need to protect themselves as their business. Mm -hmm. But now here's the thing. They're doing Canada runs. There's plenty of loads going to Canada, not with our company now, because that that became very sought after very fast. Yes, it did. But uh, that Team RV, uh, whatever it is, um, they, they post in our group RV transport for new people all the time. They post their rates and everything, but they seem to only do Canada runs, so they have a lot of runs. There is another company i won't even mention their name nope but they are hiring today we uh talked to somebody whose friends was uh well it's friends of ours and their friends were going through orientation and i was very very shocked and i said what do you mean they're going through orientation i'm hearing from their drivers every day wanting to know if our load board had any loads and were they keeping us busy because they were sitting around? So what does that tell me is, okay, so just so you know, if you're new to this, RV transport companies hold out loads for new drivers 
the day of or the day after orientation, you are assigned your first dispatch. It's kind of like a trial by fire or prove yourself type dispatch, but it gets you on their payroll, gets money on your comm data or EFS card, and they want to make sure that you don't wreck their unit before they get before you get there. Exactly, and it's usually only like two or three hundred miles, so they want you to run it and then come back that way they can also check your log books make sure your logs are correct yeah oh yeah that's what they do is they check your logs but yeah like bunny says typically typically they're two to three hundred mile runs very short runs we have seen people go from indiana all the way to california um 2200 miles on their very first dispatch that would have been nice our first dispatch was 160 miles yeah so yes. that kind of sucked and then we didn't know how it all worked. It's a learn as you go business. And each company is completely different. Exactly. And we didn't know that they didn't open up the load board until after they paid you. And then it goes to your dispatcher, then it goes back to compliance. And then they open up the load board. It could take a day or two later. Yeah. Yeah. So depending on the company. But so here's the problem. You go higher on somewhere and that recruiter says, yeah, we got loads. Yeah, they got loads for you the first day. They're not lying about that. Nope. But what they're not disclosing is now you're in competition for your second load with a thousand other drivers. Yes. Potentially a thousand other drivers. So you're you're stuck right there with everybody else. And guess what? You've only run two or three hundred miles, and now you're in sitting in Elkhart because you don't have enough money to get back home. Exactly, especially if you live in Texas or California. But the thing about the, these companies, if they're hiring local runs today, ask them how many drivers they have and then ask them how many trailers they have. If they say they have, if they don't answer you, that's a huge red flag. Yes. And if they do answer you and they say, yeah, we got, 1200 drivers how many loads do you have oh we have 50. so where do you think you're going to be sitting next week after orientation you know what i think that we should buy some property just some property and put out porta potties and let everybody just tent camp there instead of sleeping in their trucks exactly <laughs> make it like woodstock yeah <laughs> what are we at here transport transport camp oh okay we're doing good yeah so definitely um ask all of your questions if you are going through orientation just know that it is very slow and if you're gonna make the trek up to elkhart to sit through orientation to get a dispatch just be prepared that you might be sitting for a week two weeks three weeks well Before we just talked to that one. driver who had been there for three weeks waiting yes. for a dispatch and that's with multiple companies and and he knew that there was a waiting list right right but like i said that's every every driver we're talking to their company is the same way every company is the same way now that there there was a hershey show two weeks ago yes and or yeah, week and a half ago. 
and there was uh, the Elkhart show. When is the Elkhart show? The Elkhart show is this weekend, actually. Is, is this coming weekend? Yes. All right. So a lot of the transport companies are pens and needles waiting on these shows because the Hershey show, depending on how well it went, is depending on when we're going to be going back to work and when the manufacturer is going to be going back to work. Well, no, that's going to be all dependent on this show. No, this show is getting rid of the... No, this show is all... Oh, um, the new the new model? This is all of the new models to where all of the dealers get to... Only the dealer show comes out so they can see what the manufacturers have for the new ones. So they're going to be out there writing contracts with these dealers to bring in new units. Right. So our hope is that every dealership, every big dealership, or better yet, every dealership our company has a contract <laughs> with. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it may or may not be your company, but we're hoping our company has contracts with, comes out and just buys everything. Says, yes. you know what? we're projecting a huge turnaround in this industry we'll buy right but also too i've heard that not only do they sign contracts for new purchasing for the 2023s but anything that 2022s that the manufacturers have left still in inventory they do are able to purchase those at, at a very a, big discount at a very big discount so that means that all of these holding yards that have 2022 models in them might be able to get moved so these dealers can sell those and discount those so people buy those before the 23s come out now here's another option for you guys they are our company is asking for motorhome shuttles right now yes people if you're sitting around for a week two weeks like we were we didn't think about shuttling motorhomes and like they said there might be a few motorhomes, there might be no motorhomes, but at least while you're sitting in the Elkhart area, you could be making money to at least cover your expenses while you're there. Mm -hmm. So you may want to check with your company and that you're leased on with or hired on with about possibly shuttling both trailers and motorhomes. Right, absolutely. I mean, definitely, <clears throat> we like shuttling, it's fun. We do. But we also like to jump in our truck and go to California. Miles too. <laughs> I, I'm actually very happy that um, Canada is opening back up because there's some beautiful country up there. I don't want to go where the transport bandits went. Oh no, no, we're not going. We're not what going to that? Labrador. What was, huh? They went to Newfoundland. Newfoundland. And then couldn't get a ferry to come back, so they had to drive all the way through labrador quebec and come back down to through maine and what they say they saw three gas stations and three houses <laughs> yeah 600 miles <laughs> yes i told cheryl i'm like you are brave i would have been scared to death because i was scared i'd be crapping my <laughs> but, pants and no cell service oh my god and, and like jeff said even if you did break down there wasn't even any vehicles that came by she said in 600 miles, they counted 10 cars. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's an adventure. That is an adventure. What are we at? We are at 15. All minutes. right. So we're going to end this here and we're going to come back with another segment. So stay tuned.
And we are back. You are listening to Tow Away Couple RV Transport Podcast. I'm Tom, the driver. I'm Bunny, the timekeeper. And we have Bama, our mascot. Yeah. So this segment of our podcast, we're going to talk about drivers that are no longer transporting. Right? Because they're starting to exit the field. They are. So, um... One of the things that we wanted to kind of put out there is if you are a driver and you're looking to de-lease, do not just sell your equipment right away because A, now is not the time to sell it because it's a buyer's market. You want to be in a seller's market. And B, we're seeing several people who have gotten out of the RV transport and then a month later, they're back doing it again. Yes. So don't don't just get rid of your equipment. But me and Bunny were talking, as she says, hang on to it. Uh, this is all going to turn around. And if you're still not interested in doing it, next uh, March, April, May, whatever, it's going to be a seller's market. Right. When springtime rolls around and uh, they start purchasing... Oh, motorhomes and RVs again, uh, then yeah, definitely everybody's going to be wanting to get back into it. Now, there's a lot of reasons why transporters are no longer doing it. A, the slowdown. Yeah, That's the big one right now. That is the big one. They're, um, they're finding it too costly to either drive up here after a dispatch or to sit up here and wait for a dispatch so they're finding other jobs at home well and some rv transporters have put all their eggs in one basket yes and unfortunately the basket tipped over yeah exactly you know and it it goes back into the fact is people always ask if i'm going to get into this should i get a brand new truck well, you know, that there's definitely yings and yangs to a brand new truck. Yeah, definitely if you buy a used truck, one, you don't know what you're getting into. So you don't know what repairs are going to be like. But when we're sitting in a time like this, your truck is paid for when the guy next to you has a brand new truck payment. Exactly. But the guy with the truck payment has a warranty. Yeah. Where we saw a friend of ours who... After all said and done, he had to get out of it because the repair bill was going to be in excess of $11,000. And they say, save for the breakdown. I was saving about five or 6000 on average, but $11,000 is yeah, that would quite have been, the projection. That, that is. Now, at one point, we did have that kind of money in our on our cards, but... At this point, no, we don't because the dispatches are few and far between. Right, so we're kind of sticking with our dually that has the bumper-to-bumper warranty and leaving the single rear wheel that has no warranty sitting in the parking lot. Exactly. We'll use it when we can. But yeah, so a lot of people put all their eggs in one basket and they're dropping out to go back to work at the oil fields uh we know a lot are going back to over the road drivers and some of our friends are even going to cdl classes 
not for RV transport, but to become over the road drivers, team drivers. Yes, that way they can still remain together and uh, still enjoy life on the road. Exactly. Now, unfortunately, this is also a time where the RV transport companies can be a little more selective. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, you've heard of the saying, um, thinning the herd. Well, this is about the time when it's starting to happen. And before, they, they always would say on the load board, if the cost per mile was too small, it was thinning the herd. It wasn't really thinning the herd because they still had regular price loads on the load board. Uh, it was just a head scratcher, but everyone's used the term, oh, they're thinning the herd. And they're, get, they're keeping the people who will take the low cost uh, low paying loads and getting rid of the people who have been doing it for a long time that expect a higher pay. Right. And it really wasn't back then, but I think today it's not so much the cost per mile that they're going to do is they're going to look at who is going to be more helpful to that RV transport company and who's going to sit at home and wait it out. Well, yeah, because you've got to think you've got so many drivers from all over the United States that and there are so many of them that have to sit at home and wait for a dispatch. Well, unfortunately, they have to wait for a long haul dispatch um, to make money to make money for them to even drive into Elkhart to get it. So, I mean, I get that. I, I completely understand. And that's one of the reasons why we chose to go ahead and sign our lease and stay here because at least we have the opportunity to take smaller. Right. Like loads. our lease at the apartment. Yeah. Not on the truck. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, another way they are thinning the herd is me and Bunny are all about being positive, polite, upbeat. We know how to scroll. We, we know how to not have to comment on any, anything that we feel is going to be a negative. And right now, if you have been rude to anybody at your company, now would probably be the time that they look at all those people and say, they're not a benefit to this company. Exactly. I've heard of... Um companies start looking at people that have had damage claims in the past right um unfortunately there are people that have you know clearly have accident claims that were not their fault and there are accident claims that clearly were their clearly fault. are were their fault so you know it's it's a yin and a yang and it unfortunately it is at this point point in the game but you also got to think if you were working for one of these major manufacturing companies they're doing the same thing right they're, they're, they're going to keep people on that have good work ethics uh, show up on time don't leave early and do a good job and they don't screw things up right now fortunately for them they get unemployment because they get a paycheck right we are individual contractors and independent so we don't get that option yeah so, if we're deleased we are out of work out of luck yes. instantly instantly yes. i mean if you didn't have a kitty before 
it it's going to be a rough rough road ahead of you yes so yeah people are starting to drop light pipes and a lot of it that we see too is um team drivers so definitely if one takes a job back home then more most than likely, likely the other will too yeah so you're going to drop two drivers from one company but what we were talking about being nice and stuff is me and Bunny have been in dispatch, we've been in payroll, we've been in compliance, not working in them, but standing in the room when in all these different departments, the drivers feel the need to yell at each individual. Well, some people just think that raising their voice and degrading people will get them further up the up the line and it and it doesn't it doesn't it might get you what you want right there at that moment so they can get you out and keep you quiet but don't think that they don't aren't going to remember that exactly and um so it's best to always have a good relationship with all the people in your office yes. not not just the people you like but even the people you dislike you don't have to like everyone but you have to work with everyone yes you do so we don't want you to get thin the herd thin with you because of stuff that was said in jest or said in anger remember if you're new to this and you come in really honestly leave the super trucker mentality at home yeah i, I don't I know I, a lot of people I've seen when we started this two and a half years ago, I'm always curious how many people are still doing it today. Yep. Yep. Because there's so many, you know, like I said, there are so many people that um, are, are, everybody is great. I mean, I, I love meeting people and getting to know people, but you know, and you hear them talk and you hear people say, oh, well, I went in there and I told them this or I told them that. Not said, you know, they didn't say, hey, well, if it's not going to work out this way, can next time we can, can we do this? Right. I mean, you got to take the political road and uh, be nice. Now, as I said in the very beginning about selling your stuff, this is the flip side of the coin some people may have to sell their stuff to pay some bills yes unfortunately i'm not saying exploit that i'm saying that there are going to be very very good deals to be found out there if you're out there listening to our podcast or watching our videos or on the facebook groups and you're going to get into this in a year or two years down the road this stuff never goes out of date no no, it's not like you're going to get uh, buy an iPhone 6 <laughs> and they're going to have an iPhone 25 by the time you get into it. Right. Yeah, that doesn't work that way. Yeah, so if somebody's getting out of this and they're selling a 95-gallon fuel auxiliary tank with the toolbox combo, which we happen to have on our truck, but it's not for sale... That's about a $22,000 tank. And if someone's selling it for $700, that is a good deal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, $2,100 is installed. Right. But I'm just saying that, uh, that the fifth wheel hitches, 
We paid $1,500 for each of our fifth wheel hitches for both of our trucks, the BMW Companion. We see people selling them all the time. They start off wanting a thousand, but by the time all said and done, they're selling them for between six and seven hundred, barely even used. Yep. Uh, the Rock Guards, they're about $250. I've seen people sell a weight distribution hitch setup, the Rock Guard, mud flaps, and even the rear toolbox for three, four hundred bucks. Yeah, so it's just a matter of looking. And then you can exploit those pricing. Don't don't exploit the driver, but definitely if somebody's willing to take a hundred and fifty bucks for a four hundred and fifty dollar weight distribution <laughs> setup, I would definitely jump on. I almost bought one, but it sold out before I could even get it. They had the weight distribution hitch, a fifth wheel hitch and the um rock guard i didn't need the rock guard but i wanted the fifth wheel hitch uh -huh. and the weight distribution hitch i wanted as a backup and they wanted 400 for everything the weight distribution hitch was worth that new but i figured the fifth wheel hitch alone was worth twice that oh yeah most definitely so i almost bought it and i didn't get there in time it would have been a good deal it was at that time deal. we were actually looking for a new fifth wheel hitch and we were looking actually we were looking for a weight distribution hitch for our second truck yes so but it was a class three weight distribution hitch not a class five so i wasn't really that interested in that i guess i could have replaced the shank that's all you replace right right but anyway we wanted to just say if you're really think of it this way this is your business you're not in an office at the transport company you're not getting a weekly paycheck you're not going to get unemployment if your business is failing meaning you're not getting but one dispatch a month if that you cannot pay all your bills your insurance truck payments house payment utilities food on one trip a month, even if it was a California running back every month, it would not sustain you. No, no. If, if you're at that point, then uh, start looking at other options. Definitely at least look at a second source of income and do RV transport on the side at minimum, or just go ahead and find a second source of income and step out of RV transport so you're not stressed out or competing with uh, a thousand other drivers for the 20 loads that they have a right. month. For that one company. For that one company. But there's no shame in the game. Um, it's not a competition on who lasts longer or anything. If this isn't working out for me and Bunny, you can guarantee we will step out and go figure something else out. Yep. Even if it's to go to work at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Even if it came to the point where we had to sell a truck and break our lease and move back to Alabama. Yeah, because we did. That was an option for us is while we do have a year lease. Yeah, it would it would cost us five thousand dollars to break a lease. But we could break our lease and be back in Alabama in a house that's fully paid for. 
Right, exactly. And we could easily sell one of the trucks. Yep, yep. Not a problem. So anyway, we just want to talk about it. Yeah, a lot of drivers, both tow away and drive away, are exiting the business either by choice or not by choice. But either way, prepare yourself and definitely look at all aspects and make sure you're running your business where it's profitable. Yes. Or at least you're willing to hang on, but don't go in debt doing it. No, no, too many people are, so. That's about all I have to say about that, as Forrest Gump would say. Of course, because <laughs> you're in Savannah, Georgia. Because I'm in Georgia. Greenbow, Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> we got Bama down here sleeping. All right. Stay tuned for next Thursday's podcast. We got more senseless stuff to talk about. <laughs> yes. To waste we your always, time. We always have senseless stuff to talk about. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys down the road. We'll see you down the road.